Welcome to Episode 7. In this podcast series, Managing Contractors and Vendors. This episode is on developing effective criteria for vendor selection. I'm Jim Everett with Think180. When you begin the process of selecting a vendor, step one is fairly easy. That is to specify what you need them to do. You've pretty much done that already when you made the decision to outsource the work. And we talked about this in Episode 5. However, it's harder to say what specific capabilities will be needed to do the work. The easiest part is to specify that they already have proven expertise at doing the same work. But if your project is new, unique or has special requirements, then listing the specific and measurable criteria for the best vendor is more of a challenge. And it is even harder working out how you will assess that capability. This is where phrases such as, as evidenced by or as demonstrated in, can be very useful. You may want to talk to the recruitment experts in your HR department or confer with purchasing. Typically, they have a depth of expertise in creating selection criteria and figuring out ways to apply these. In Episode 6, we covered the range of things to do in preparing to select your vendor, especially in creating the RFP or Request for Proposal. In this episode, rather than jumping to the selection, we step back and give more detail and a proven approach with tips for setting criteria to make the best selection of a vendor for your project. First, let me tell you a story. Several years ago, we'd been engaged by a client to help select a vendor who could provide a learning management system, or LMS. We did extensive research of the marketplace at the time and determined who were the leading vendors. First, we created a set of criteria that our vendor would have to meet to be successful in performing the client project. Using this list, we narrowed down to a list of four vendors we believed would be able to bid on the job. One of the vendors we had worked with before. We knew something of their work, but we had not fully assessed their capabilities for this larger project. We sent the Request for Proposal, or RFP, to the four vendors. In this, we indicated our selection criteria so they would know what we were looking for. When all the proposals came in, we had follow-up discussions with each of the vendors. It was clear that the vendor company we had worked with did not have a sufficiently robust business model or operation to do the work and grow with the project. Their proprietary solution was relatively light and didn't have the power needed for this particular project. We recommended another vendor and told each of the others that their bids had not been successful. The company that we had previously worked with took us to task quite emotionally and accused us of being disloyal because they thought our two companies had a personal relationship and we would automatically select them. Our approach has always been to develop solid criteria and make objective decisions against these, rather than making selections based on personal favours or how well somebody gets on with a vendor. As it turned out, in the case we described, the unsuccessful company was already going through business difficulties and closed their doors not long after. Had they been selected, the client would have been faced with starting again from scratch. The point of this story is that it's important to start with a clear understanding of what it will take for a vendor to be able to do the job to the standards you want with a high level of reliability. Once you have established this, you can then look at things like how well you get on with them and recognising existing relationships. To get you started, the transcript of this podcast adds a summary of some broad selection criteria that can be applied to many projects, 
Details are at the end of this podcast. There is other free material and content on setting criteria on the Think180 site. One important model our clients like is the Think180 matrix. This shows selection priorities for four different types of vendors. The two key dimensions in this matrix are, one, how much the work of the vendor is integrated with the business, making them more like a partner, and two, who the recipients are of the vendor's services. In other words, do they deliver internally to your company or externally to your customers? For example, if they are facilities vendors and provide a straightforward service to your company, such as payroll, then the selection priorities are their core competency, cost-effectiveness, responsiveness, and reliability. If they are a delivery partner and provide an essential service to your customers as an extension of your own company, then they must have the core knowledge and expertise, be able to take initiative and responsibility on your behalf and look and feel like your company to the customer. For more details, go to think180.com and view the outsourcing matrix, which you can download for free. Having the right selection criteria makes it easier for you to set priorities for selection, review proposals, interview prospective vendors and perform due diligence and checking. Also consider whether the criteria you are setting is for starting up the project, taking over an existing one, maintaining a project underway or transitioning an existing project from in-house. A vendor who does a very good job maintaining an existing operation may not be as effective in starting one up. When you're setting selection criteria, it's a good idea to do this against the budget that you have and the likely costs and benefits for a different class of service. It's worthwhile looking for potential showstoppers, some key factor that may make a particular vendor unsuitable. For example, if the job is likely to expand quickly, does the vendor who will do the job today have the ability to expand and grow with it? Are there any legal requirements that the vendor may need to meet? Or is there any conflict of interest? There will be hard and soft criteria. Hard criteria are more about the level of experience, the business model, cost, quality programs and capabilities such as response times and volumes. The soft criteria include things like how well they work with your company and engage in problem solving with you or how creative they are. And when a project involves creative work, quantifying subjective or creative requirements is important. These requirements can be explained by describing the style of output to be produced or the impression created with customers. We've worked with clients developing these more subjective elements and it's often a hot topic on our workshops. It's easy to select a vendor because you like working with them or you're comfortable with them. Vendors you know and have performed well in the past appear to be a safe choice. However, as an example, a vendor who develops effective product data sheets for marketing may not be the right choice for developing more sophisticated training materials or user guides. So, Get off to a strong start when choosing a new vendor. Put the time and thought into creating solid and relevant criteria that will not only allow you to select the right vendor, but also help you manage the project once it's underway. It's quite easy to select the wrong vendor, but much harder and costly to shift to a new one. I hope this has provided you with information to get you started. As I mentioned, there is more material and resources on the Think180 website. Once there, just click and go to the Ensure Vendor Effectiveness page. Then note the resources listed at the right, including a link to these podcasts and the transcripts as PDFs. 
And if you need our services, Think 180 is available to provide training or experience consultation to you. In our next episode, we will look at reviewing the proposals and comparing vendors against the selection criteria. We will cover how to interview and compare and do additional checking or due diligence. We'll give you tips on how to make the final selection before moving forward and offering a contract. Thanks for listening. I hope this has been helpful to you in preparing for your vendor selection. As always, we welcome questions, feedback and success stories. Please feel free to share this podcast with your colleagues. Our email address is podcast at think180.com. Music